0: How's it going everybody? This is Lamangelo, and welcome back to the Smoke Pit. Uh, Well, just got out of the gym. It's uh, one of the few good habits I've actually picked up recently. I've been trying to go at least, at least twice a week and so far I've been keeping up with it but I uh I gotta get going more fucking problem is I figured it out and between work and fucking uh between work the drive to work the drive back from work Uh and oh shit, oh, it's trash. Um, between all the driving and the time at work, I'm spending roughly 14 hours, okay? Add an hour of gym under there. Then I'm at 15. Uh, if I were to uh, sleep for eight hours, i pretty much give me an hour to fucking do shit, and, uh, so, so if I were to split that up between, you know, wake up and fucking, you know, going, or pre- and post-bed is what I'm trying to say, in non-stupid fucking terms um, that only give me like a half hour um, the problem with that is I haven't been sleeping 8 hours I've been lucky to get 6 and it adds up uh, so usually Tuesdays and Thursdays like shit, I gotta go to the gym, but because I wanna do cardio, I uh I don't take any pre-workout because I don't know it's if it's fucking psychosomatic or fucking you know, placebo effect or whatever the fucking term is and I'm too tired to fucking think of it right now. But uh basically because you think you can do more, you can. I guess both are technically correct although it's like I've I've done workouts without the pre-workout I just don't do as well even though I'm I'm not like fucking sandbagging you know I'm actually fucking trying and uh I, I just can't do the same reps at the same weight so um but I've always been told you know if you're doing cardio don't take pre-workout because it can really fuck you up um and I don't know if that's just fucking gym lure or if that's actually accurate or what either way I'm I'm not really wanting to take the chance um and that could have just been fucking you know old formulas of fucking pre-workout that you couldn't do that with, and the fucking Walmart brand that I got, it was still like 20 fucking bucks, and tastes like ass, straight ass, but, uh, yeah, the shit that I got, um, I, I just don't want to risk it, and gotta build up my fucking cardio again because I got bad fucking knees so I gotta kind of ease back into running you know what I'm saying which is all sorts of fucked up because I can run with the best of them you know you strap some fucking weight to my back and I can go for fucking miles I can't do it particularly fast but I can do it you know what I'm saying So, I, I've got to, you know, slowly start building up, like, when I first started, I think I was going, like, three and a half miles an hour at zero incline, you know, and it was just fucking killing me, you know, fucking shin splints, my fucking knees were aching, um, you know, it, it, it just fucking killed me, but, uh, To do too much legs, and oh, don't skip leg day, Papa blah, yeah, We got fuck you, fucking. My legs are like tree fucking trunks. You know what I'm saying? Or at least they used to be. Fuck when I was in Afghan, I used to fucking. You now, mind you, this was on a leg press, but I could put up a fucking half ton. No, I think I did it like five or six times. But again, I was also fucking working out every day, fucking, um, you know, so there's that, um, and I was doing hill sprints and fucking, basically football shit all over again, and, but, uh, yeah, I, I just, I can't do it as well anymore so, and I've been totally with the idea of fucking going back in as MSG um for those of you that don't know uh MSG is Marine Security Guard um and the the long and the short of it is um it's also known, known as embassy duty basically uh every US embassy is guarded by Marines um you know they wear you know, usually they're chucks or they're um <coughs> Bravos or <coughs> what have you. And they're underarm, they're, you know, basically guard duty at embassies. Well Yeah. But uh, I've been thinking about doing that and uh you know it's just I don't know. I just... Which is so fucked up because... I know I've talked about this before, but... When I got out, I was... I was pissed. You know? Um, Very fucking pissed. And... Now that I'm out and... It's not that I can't hack it in the real world. I've been doing it for fucking years now. And I was doing it for years long before I fucking joined the Marine Corps. It's just... I, I, I miss the people, you know? And I miss fucking being able to... Go down, you know, three, four doors or, you know, the other side of the building. Knock on a door and, you know, hang out with my buddies. You know what I'm saying? And... Uh, it's just it's not really something that you can really get on the outside and yeah I know that sounds a lot like what a prisoner might say and the the parallels aren't lost on me if you know what I'm saying um, I mean, especially the irony uh, boy. It's just... And and I've had a few talks with the co-hosts off air, and we definitely need to get back together again. Fucking, uh... Oh, fuck me running. Oh, never mind. Yeah, the fucking... They just got cones in the middle of the fucking road for... Oh no, there's a giant fucking hole in the road. But uh, uh, the hell was I saying? Oh, we we talked off air, and it, it really is, you know, just that level of camaraderie and that level of, for lack of a better term, brotherhood. It You know, yeah, I can fucking drive five hours to go see one of my buddies, and um, one of them's coming up to live with me. So he'll, you know, it's not gonna be quite the same, but it's gonna be pretty fucking close. I actually have to go pick him up on Friday, but uh, you know, it, it's it's just not the same. You know, I, I hated everything about the fucking Marine Corps, all the fucking bullshit, all the fucking stupid all the fucking um 50 minutes prior 50 minutes prior 15 minutes prior next thing you know you're showing up fucking 6 hours early for a flight you know because you know back in the 80s some dude was fucking late and missed the flight or some shit you know what I'm saying this that little fucking stupid but, uh, you know, I, I, I miss my friends, you know. And it's not something that I can really find on the outside. You know, yeah, me and the fucking co host are... We're close, but we're not as close, if that makes sense. Like, I know damn well, you know, if need be... I, I've got a fucking key to his house. I can fucking go in and crash on his couch if I absolutely had to. But uh, or if it was really important, he he really wouldn't care if I fucking woke him up, you know. But i uh, been bullshit with him for a while. But it's it's not the same, you know. And uh, and I've noticed this, you know, since I've been out, fucking. Vets tend to congregate. Doesn't matter what branch, doesn't matter when, you know, you are in. It's just that shared fucking level of bullshit. While bullshit might change, the underlying fucking stupid is, is still there. You know, I've talked to non vets, I've talked to Korea vets, I've talked to World War II vets, Desert um, Shield vets. You know, pretty much anybody you can think of and they're like yeah while I was in it was stupid but you know and, and that's why you know after World War Two, legions and uh, VFWs and fucking uh, motorcycle clubs and shit like that was so popular because they didn't have you know if you had a phone number you might be able to get a hold of them or an address or something Something, but you know, other than that, you probably never seen the dudes that you fucking spent stupid amounts of time with. You know, it's like, uh, there's an old saying that I never, and I can't remember where the hell I heard it first, but it's like, you know, you don't really know a guy until you've seen him naked. You know not not in a sexual way but just oh shit you know we both need a fucking shower because we just got off of shift and you know we both fucking stink and we we got to get a fucking shower so oh hey you know and like when I was in it was the weirdest fucking thing ever I could fucking bullshit with people at the fucking urinal. You do that now, or you do that on the outside, and people kind of look at you sideways, which makes sense. But you know, at the same time, it's fucking. Uh, it's understandable. It's just, it's different, you know. And I gotta get this that fucking piece of plastic out. It's driving me fucking nuts. Um. But, yeah, just, like, long, drawn-on fucking conversations with people at the urinal, and you wouldn't think twice about it, you know? It's like, oh, did you did you hear any word? Do you know what the hell's going on? The same old horse shit. Uh, fucking the squids call it the scuttle or whatever. Bop-ba-ba-ba-ba. Um, not entirely sure what the whoas call it, but everybody's got their own sort of thing for rumors, we used to call it the Lance Corporal Underground, and, uh, the reason why it worked, some of the time, is, you know, Lance Corporals would be the ones that were doing fucking bullshit while, you know, the, uh, the higher-ups were fucking, uh, talking, you know, to each other and planning shit, and then last Corporal that's fucking cleaning would over here and be like hey man you know heads up we gotta do this shit and that shit and you know this is what's coming up um now it wasn't always accurate but you know and basically that's just because it's a really long game of fucking um telephone right uh some people call it like Chinese telephone or something Basically, you tell one person one thing, and then by the time it reaches the fiftieth person, you know it's nigh unrecognizable. Um, you know, so if you if you were close enough to the source, you know, you get fairly accurate info. If you were, you know, a few guys down the line, it was probably. We're getting off at fucking four today. And you're... It's six o'clock, and you're like, What the fuck, man? We were supposed to get off. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Uh-oh. When the original word was, you know, form up at four o'clock so we can go fucking clean weapons or some shit. Um, you know, just that kind of fucking bullshit. But, uh, you know, it, it's... So when I got out, I was, the reason why I didn't stay in is, you know, we weren't doing any combat deployments, you know, I spent fucking six months in Oki and I spent most of it in the bar, and I spent a lot of money there, you know, because, talk to anybody who's been to and they'll tell you, you'll either turn into a gym rat, a uh, huge computer gamer, or an alcoholic, well, I didn't quite become an alcoholic, but I drank a lot and, you know, it's just the way it goes. It does have a little bit of, uh, a little bit of basis in reality, you know, and yeah, you know, there, there's vets where I work, and I can bullshit with them, it's just, um, it's not like we hang out outside of work, you know what I'm saying, whereas when you're in, you, at least the way it was with me is, you had know, that group of friends that you, you know, like, uh... Oh, fuck. What the hell do I call him? Uh... Fucking... For... Because I don't really have a name for him, I'm gonna call him Jersey Boy. Fucking, uh... And... Jersey Boy... Um... Uh, you know, he... He wasn't really... You know... Uh... Jersey Shore type. He was... He was a lot like me, and pretty fucking redneck, if I'm not, if I'm going to be honest, which I don't have a problem with that, like I said, I are redneck, you know, you know, most people wouldn't think that considering, you know, the way I talk, I don't talk with a southern growl, so I are not redneck, no, I, I, I've literally had people say that I'm not, I didn't grow up in the country because I didn't grow up in the south. All right. Meanwhile, my graduating class had like thirty-three people. You know, there's more cows than fucking people in my hometown. Um, fucking Florida man, when he came up, I took him through my hometown. And he was like, "This is it." I'm like, yeah, <laughs> this is really it. He's like, "The fuck do you guys do around here?" Be fucking besides fucking with the wildlife. It's like, well, not really a whole lot to do. Which is why you either leave, be a farmer, or you become a drug addict. That's really your only options. And I left. I don't know why I ever came back, but I did. And... Now I'm looking for any fucking excuse to leave again. So, uh, you know, and it's not that it's a bad area, you know, it's just, there's nothing here, you know, we're in the Rust Belt, you know, so, uh, shit, I slip. Uh, oopsie. So, not really any good jobs. You know, there's not really anything to do. And I, I try to stay away from the bottle as much as I can. You know, it's just... It doesn't... It's not a good thing, you know. Um, you know, it's one thing if you're drinking with people, you know. And, it, and I drink very socially, right? Very rarely unless it's, like, a really fucking bad day, or, you know, I'm just in an off mood, where I'll drink by myself, you know, um, and usually when I'm drinking, I'm either doing something else, usually pool, or, uh, or, like, when I went out to Ohio, uh, you know, I went bowling, and, you know, that's what we did in Okie We bowled for you know half the night and you know paid fucking pennies on the dollar for fucking booze you know so we get a good buzz going by done by time the fucking bowling alley closed by time they closed the fucking uh, E club was still open for a few more hours and nobody was there so we drink in there for a little bit longer and Of course we'd only do this on the weekends because (laughs) you're stupid if you fucking drink before work (laughs) I made the mistake once of going into work hungover never again never again I learned my lesson I didn't want to talk to nobody I didn't want to look at nobody I uh, you know I just okay (laughs) everybody's just like yeah you got fucked up, didn't you? It's like, yeah. Bet you won't do that again, will ya? No. So, yeah, I drink on weekends or, you know, social events. That's probably a big contributor why I only drink, you know, very little anymore. Um, not to mention, fuck, dude. I didn't. Most of my lifetime's worth of drinking in Oki and at 29 Palms. And if any of you motherfuckers have ever been there, I pity your ass. You know, it was bad enough. I had to go be there for like three months total. Oh my god, that place fucking sucked. Like, and like, for those of you who don't know fucking the desert yeah, it's it's, everybody's like, oh my god it's so hot during the day it is, what they don't tell you is it's very fucking cold at night like and especially when it's winter holy fuck dude um when I was doing in the workup for uh, Afghan. Went for the colloquial term was CAX, but I guess CAX was like a 90s thing. It's like combined something exercise. They called it something different when I was there both times, but everybody just knew it as CAX. <clears throat> but go out to 29 Palms there for like a month or two and fucking you do all this fucking training for deployment and you know just bullshit that you could really do in your backyard it's just they just happen to allow you to fucking fly jets and blow shit up you know a little bit more um leniently out there but they take their fucking turtles very very seriously like for those of you that have been there you know about the fucking yes I know it's a fucking tortoise that lives in the desert but fuck you it's a turtle so this fucking desert fucking turtle right it has one defense mechanism just one to get away from fucking predators right and because of its defense mechanism... It's very endangered... Um... It, uh... Its defense mechanism... Is... Basically to kill itself... Now... Why... How does that make sense? Okay, so... This fucking turtle, right... It'll store water... That it fucking... Gets from, like, plants... Right and it lives in the fucking desert and apparently it can only live in this particular fucking desert for some fucking reason like they've tried to transplant it and it just like uh, uh, it's not right leaf Uh, I guess I'm gonna starve to death and it's like dude it's the same fucking thing it's literally the same fucking plant no no not the same not the same wrong plant okay retard so, it saves this fucking moisture, that it, the, the very little that it has, for like two years, and because of that, it turns into this nasty, fucking, stanky, fucking, just, black. It's, it's, I've been told it's like a black, fucking, green, black, fucking, just nasty smelling fucking shit pretty much, like, I've been told it's, like, fucking, uh, black chocolate, or black, uh, cottage cheese, so I've been told. I've never actually seen it, but whatever, what not. So, when it does this, you know, because that's its go-to fucking defense mechanism, it dehydrates itself, dangerously, right? Right? it it literally kills itself commits suicide to defend itself now if you ask me that's nature saying hey fuck this turtle you know it's not meant to fucking live because if your only fucking defense mechanism is to kill yourself nature has given up on you it, it's telling you yeah your time is fucking past we, we we gotta fucking get rid of you but something about it's because it's endangered and you know ecosystems and webs and all that other fucking horse shit. you know it's not like fucking nature hasn't fucking filled in niches before left by fucking species because hey if you don't think fucking extinction has happened before hu- humans did it I got bad news for you. Roughly 99% of the fucking species on Earth have gone extinct in one form or another or through one method or another. Either they evolved into something else and like split off from each other or you just couldn't adapt to its fucking environment. Right? So it, it went extinct. Don't believe me look up the fucking Cambrian explosion. And the, the subsequent uh, collapse, right? And it's just like, nature will find... In the words of fucking Jeff Goldblum, life finds a fucking way. Now, he said it a little bit more poetically than that, but... The, 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 the message is still there. Life does fucking find a way to fucking figure out... What it needs, right, to fucking build a stable environment, um, and, and that's why this whole fucking climate change bullshit. Even if you know, you know, say we happen to cause the next great mass extinction, right? We we being humans, right? We there, we are out of our fucking minds if we think that short of literally fucking toasting the planet and even then I'm pretty sure something would survive even if it's just fucking bacteria down in fucking or the what is it cyanobacteria the ones that like fucking uh turn the fucking shit near fucking um you know Volcanic vents in the fucking ocean, and they fucking synthesize that into energy. I'm pretty sure those fuckers would survive. So even if we toasted the entire planet, life would survive, you know. Now, whether or not, you know, it ever got to the point where we had another great species, and even that sounds wrong. But if we had another human-like species... The same intellect... The same fucking... um, Basically... uh, A replacement, right? Um, Life would fucking survive, you know? It's... There... There's just no fucking way about it, around it, you know? So, say we lost all fucking humans tomorrow. Yeah, a few species would fall, usually the domesticated ones. Um, especially, I think the only fucking animal that absolutely requires fucking humans to, you know, stay alive is, like, dogs. Um, Like, even fucking feral dogs won't survive too long. Uh, You know, quote-unquote, in the wild. Uh, But pretty much everything else... Will survive, you know. Maybe certain breeds of cows will fucking die out, but fuck. I seen a thing not too long ago where there was like a sheep who's like got out of its fucking enclosure, and the fucker lived for five years. Right? It's like somewhere up in Alaska. They found the fucker five years later, and... Well, I guess he had a fucking... Thick fucking coat, which... Almost killed him. The fucker lasted five years! You know... And even then... They'll just adapt to not fucking... Produce as much wool. You know... Because... Everybody thinks evolution is like fucking Pokemon. Right? you have your fucking Charmander that turns into your Charmeleon, that turns into your Charizard, or your fucking um your uh I'm trying to think of something that's not a fucking starter um you have your Dratini that turns into Dragonair and turns into dragon no how it fucking works is basically any trait that doesn't negatively infect or affect an individual because evolution happens on a species level, right? It's basically genes that don't cause certain individuals to die makes them more likely to be able to pass on their genes. Right? That that's all it fucking is. It's not fucking, you know, a fucking wolf popping out a fucking dog, as we would know it, right? that's just not how it works you know you had a fucking group of wolves that through generations and generations and generations and generations of breeding for specific traits became dogs right You know, again, as we know it, you know, but, uh, you know, same with literally every other species, you know, you chase the fucking human family tree, and, you know, certain types of primates kind of split off because they were isolated, and they had a a, a breeding population that was large enough to kind of support um, you know multiple generations Um, and like I've done research and I haven't done or I haven't looked at the numbers in years but if I'm remembering correctly you only need like a, a say we were you know all but wiped out tomorrow. If we had, like, I want to say it's like 1500 genetically distinct individuals, and we like planned it out right, we could make or we could have a sustainable population, it might be 15,000. I can't remember. we know that because we've done it before you know we had a, a genetic bottleneck you know a few, uh, few thousand years ago which is why you know most humans are pretty closely related we're just I think we should we're only different like 1% of the uh, DNA something along along those lines like I said I haven't looked at the numbers in years but um, you know it's basically what happened to the cheetah only they didn't have a big enough population that's why you can take a skin graft from a cheetah in the wild and put it or put it on one in captivity, and it's not going to reject it because they're so closely related uh, genetically that they're pretty much just clones at this point. That's why cheetahs are pretty much on the way out. (laughs) Because, you know, a few thousand years ago, and it might be a a few hundred thousand Whatever, not, there was a huge fucking bottleneck of the cheetah population and fucking it got to the point where pretty much everybody was in red. It's just the way that it goes. Um, so basically, if we can get that bottleneck wide enough we die tomorrow it, it may seem kind of nihilistic but the way I look at it is once I'm dead it's no longer my fucking problem right you know it uh, because if you're dead you don't know anything you don't care about anything you're not fucking conscious right Oh, that's negative. Oh, Lamardo, why do you think? Of, it, it just, it's just—it's just reality, you know. There's there's nothing to really show. That there's really anything after death, you know. There there's really no evidence to say that we have like an immortal soul that lives on forever. And now you you get one go around, right? It's up to you to fucking make it as good as you can, you know, help other people fucking make their lives a little less shitty, um, and, and I think that's why fucking, you know, it, it's seen as negative because people really don't want to accept that, you know what I'm saying, and I can't blame them, it, it is very morbid, it is very for lack of a better term, it is pretty nihilistic, but it is reality, you know, if I drop dead tomorrow, I'm not going to fucking care, you know, if I, if I don't wake up tomorrow, I'm not going to know the difference, right, it's just, just the way life is. that how you will, you know, I'm, I'm not really big on the fucking religious debate anymore, because, I mean, I'll have it from now and again, just for kind of a nostalgia purpose, but, you know, all those battles have been won, you know, and fought, and, I look at it like the gun argument, you know. All the fucking uh, discussions have been had. Everybody's already in their fucking... uh, Their camps, for lack of a better term. You know. There's not really anybody in the middle anymore. You know. It's... You know. the, The discussions have been had just rehashing shit over and over and over again and there's only so many times that you can hear the same shit over and over and over again before you're just like I don't fucking care anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like I I've heard all the arguments. I've I've refuted all of them. Occasionally, you get something that's kind of changed up a little bit, but not too much. You know, where it's the same core argument, it's just phrased in a different way. And it's just like... You know... I was watching, um... Uh, fucking... Matt DelHoy debate somebody from, like, a creationist fucking, um... Organization, I can't remember what the hell it was called. And, you know, it got to the point where he's like, okay, you know, he asked, like, three or four questions, and he's like, okay, I know what, what you're trying to pull. You know, I know exactly what you're going to say. And he, he literally had a uh, something written up to where it was like, you know, I don't suppose anything, you know, I don't know anything for absolute fact i don't fucking you know i don't accept your arguments from you know um because of xyz and if you don't think we can know anything note that i wrote this in advance and he it was you know literally a debate where you know it's like okay one person makes a, uh, an argument, and then the other person produces a counter-argument, usually on the fly as they're listening to the other person. And uh, he literally wrote this up in advance. And he's like, yeah, I know exactly what fucking arguments you're going to say, because it's the same shit, just phrased in a different way, over and over and over again. So, that's that's why I don't really get into it anymore. it literally is the same shit over and over and over and over and over. And it gets to the point where it's like, why even waste my time, you know? Because usually the people that, you know, say these same arguments, they know that they've been addressed. They know that, you know, there's an answer to it. They know that, you know, fucking... You know, it's... Like like the fucking militia argument, you know? Oh the Second Amendment applies to militias. No. That's been debunked and thrown out so many fucking times that I can literally just post links. It got to the point where I had like a huge page of fucking bookmarks just for the common fucking gun control arguments. Where I would just be like, okay, that's wrong, here's why, you know, they didn't know about this, they fucking addressed that, you know, it's right here, this page, this fucking uh, table, you know, it's, it's literally the same arguments over and over and over again, and there's so many, there's only so many times that you can fucking address the same thing over and over and over again before it becomes stale, it becomes essentially pointless, because, you know, you've already hashed it out. You know, and that's why, and I was watching a Tildere video, I think it was Saturday. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure it was Saturday. Where he's like, um, he basically did a video on repetition. For those of you who don't know... Tildier is a... Or Tildier Is a... Uh, um... Is a YouTuber... Right? And he'll debunk arguments... And, you know, look into them... And, you know, he's very scientifically literate... You know... He, he'll pull up sources and studies and shit... And he's like... Yes, you know... It... it is draining to have to say the same things over and over and over again and while you might be this might be the first time this person's heard this argument even if you know you've already heard it you know a thousand fucking times it's it's not a complete and total waste of time to you know rehash it and fucking it, uh you know, it's, it's just simply for the fact that, you know, if you link to your old stuff, people are gonna accuse you of bias, and, you know and it's like, okay, do you does that really get your point across? do you really are you winning hearts and minds, you know, this whole fucking horse shit, but, um, uh, it's just, it, it's like, why even try, you know, and, especially when I was big into the gun control debate, It'd be the same names over and over and over again, and they'd say the same shit over and over and over again. Sometimes they wouldn't even change up the wording, right? It'd be the same arguments that I could be like, hey, I've already proven you wrong here, here, and here. You're an idiot. You know? And, you know, due to confirmation bias, people will usually dig in more than be... um, susceptible to new ideas everybody's got their own bias and you know everybody's got their own confirmation bias and you know we try to be as as objective as possible it's just doesn't always work that way um so it's like oh fuck you know um like one fucking dude I, I used to follow a page called uh, anti-gunners say the darndest things and 9 times out of 10 it was the same names popping up over and over and over again because people would go to the same pages you know like the trace and moms demand action and all these other fucking big gun control pages and it would be the same people over and over and over again And it didn't matter how many times you fucking proved them wrong, they'd still say it in the very next article. You know. Uh, fucking... And you could call them out. Be like, hey, I already addressed this. They'd ignore it. And just continue the same same thing. On article, after article, after article. So it's... so I definitely understand the sentiment and like I think the big reason why I got into it is you know about the time I was graduating was really the peak of the YouTube the skeptic community coming into fruition um you know where you'd have you know channels make a bunch of you know religious apologetic uh debunking videos and you know I still few watch a few of them like logic uh armored skeptic um, i I had to stop watching uh Thunderfoot um, his, his religious arguments were good it's just more of his political stuff towards like dear God are you fucking serious? Um, and then the whole fucking Gamergate issue fucking popped off in like 2013 or whatever. 2012 2013, somewhere in that time frame. And then it started to shift from the religious um, apologists to the feminist apologists. And, you know, eventually that got stale because, again, it's the same shit over and over and over again. And, you know, shit like the wage gap is still brought up fucking, um... Even though it's been debunked time and time again. The fucking, um... What's another one? The pink tax has been debunked over and over and over again. And I'm not the most, uh... How do I say this? Articulate. Uh, I know the basic premises enough to where I'd comfortably be able to argue it if I absolutely had to. But you know, if you've been listening to any sort of or to this for any length of time, you know, I'm very very blunt. I'm very very to the point. I I I'm not very big on you know five dollar words because I am a redneck, you know. And I don't like to beat around the bush. I don't like to fucking go down rabbit holes and fucking go in circles chasing my tail because I I don't feel that at the end of the day it gets you anywhere. So I... I usually try to nip it in the bud straight to the point hammer it home you know not and because of that I've had to learn to not really talk down but explain things to the lowest common denominator Um, because of that you know it's there's only so many different ways you can say the same thing and shit not get lost in connotation versus denotation you know what a uh, word colloquial mean uh, the, the, the the common usage of the word versus the dictionary definition of the word which is the difference between a connotation and a denotation um, and again I'm not doing that to talk down to anybody it's just it's it's three dollar words used to describe what I just explained you know and, Ten seconds, you know. But shit doesn't get lost in interpretation. It doesn't get, you know. Oh well, you actually mean this? No, I mean what I said. There's no subtext to it. There's, n- I'm not trying to fucking hide anything. I'm saying what I'm trying to say, and I mean what I'm trying to mean. You know, or I mean what I'm trying to say. Right. just because you know if you talk with a certain level of uh, the fuck's the word um I'm trying to fucking think uh da, 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 da. not really arrogance but oh. Uh. When you use a certain, for lack of a better term, a certain set of words, right? It comes off as very arrogant. It comes off as you just being a dickhead. And, you know, oh, oh. I've got a really expensive education. Let me show it off. No. No. Fuck that. say say what you're trying to say in as simple and as quick a terms because i've I've got shit to do right that's really been my philosophy um and that's what i've tried to live you know as much as possible so to get lost in you know, minute details and fucking, well, what do you actually mean by that? And it's just, no, fuck that. If that's, you know, talking down, if you see that as talking down, it's Soviet. But, you know, what I'm trying to say is what I'm trying to say, and what I'm trying to say is what I mean, you know, and I mean what I'm trying to say. So it's... And I actually used to have a halfway decent fucking vocabulary, but it's like with anything else, it's a perishable skill. So if you're not fucking studying the fucking dictionary, you know there might be a word that means what you're trying to say. It's just flowery and poetic, and fuck that, fuck that. If I have to, exp- if it takes a few extra words to explain what I'm trying to say, so fucking be it. Especially when you're using very arcane language, um, or very, very uncommon vernacular, very, very uncommon words, right? Um, the vernacular, that's the fucking word I was trying to say, um, when you, when you speak with a certain vernacular, um, which, again, means type of word. Right when you do that, you just come off as a prick, and that doesn't you know help your case at all, but we're we're coming up on an hour, and I'll finish out any closing statements and then I'm probably gonna go take a shower go to bed to fucking get back up and go to work tomorrow yippee-ki-yay alright um it's just (sighs) so it's like you know I don't fucking know. It's fucking like... Yeah, it's five o'clock. And I've got to get up in a few hours. So... Um, Until my brain is fried. I just... (laughs) I just... Don't know what else to say that I haven't already covered, so... This is Lamange Low, and you've been listening to Smoke Pit. Um, catch you next time. Take it easy.